0: Happy Thursday, everybody. Welcome back to Reality Water Cooler. I am Sarah from Texas, and this is our place to chat all the latest reality TV gossip. Jeff Lewis Live, the Jeff Lewis Extended Show. No, Jeff Lewis Extended, whatever it's called. I'm literally losing my mind. My contact is bothering the crap out of me. So if I keep rubbing my eye, I don't know about y'all, but I have a stigmatism. So it's something about like if even the contact gets put in the wrong spot, it can feel off. So I literally just put my contact in like 10 minutes ago, and it's already bothering me. Usually it doesn't bother me until hours later. So anyways, hope you're having an amazing day. I hope you had a great romantic or solo or with friends or whatever you wanted. I hope your Valentine's Day, if you choose to celebrate, was whatever you wanted it to be um ours is very relaxing. Uh we're going to celebrate in a, in very soon. Uh had some mom duties to take care of yesterday. I mean, we have found the prom dress. I mean, sort of. It's not actually in our hands. We went to like the final store yesterday. If this wasn't it, I don't know where the hell we were going to find this dress or the dress. And we leave and they didn't have it in her color that it's nowhere available online or at least through the brand. So my daughter remembered the number. So we're driving home and like over an hour of traffic, these stores around here all close at 5 PM. I mean, I'm a stay at home mom, but even then you've got to wait on, you know, my daughter works. You got to wait for her to have a day off. You've got to make sure the homework is situated, all of her plans, all the things. So getting there and back was, always a challenge with it closing at five o'clock but anyways so we get the dress order it from another state make sure the website is legit all the things she gets an email this morning oops our inventory was wrong we don't actually have that dress in that size and that color so we're going to refund your money so i said okay we'll try another store so she tried another store i said now and this one's in texas actually uh just still has to be shipped and Actually, call the store and I'm like, okay, can you physically go touch this dress? You know, make sure it's the size, the color, everything it is. So, yesterday's one was free shipping. This one is $30 shipping. So, you know, we're paying $30 more, but it is done. It will go in the mail today. She said that her FedEx comes later today. So, she'll get it in the mail. Not that it's a rush job or anything, but it's just. Nice to have it all done. Wait, Christina, tell me how you screwed up your Valentine's. What do you mean? You can't screw up a Valentine. I mean, I guess you can. The caller that called into Jeff Lewis yesterday, she was going through a divorce after fourteen years. I guess he screwed up her Valentine's, but anyways, yeah, Melanie says I would think during prom season they would stay open longer. No, these stores close at five during the week. They're open twelve to five. and then on Saturdays, they're open no one to five. And then on Saturdays, they're open 12 to five. And I don't even think on Sunday they were open, but I don't know. Maybe they were anyways, it's done. And as you know, it's almost like, you know, finding a wedding dress when they find the dress, like the one they love, the everything, the color, the back, the fitting, the sequins, the non-sequins, the beads, the uh, it's done. And I mean, it's not the best price I would love, but it's I've spent more on prom dresses. So anyways, okay. Andy Cohen, I never knew this until today. He loves detangling Lucy's hair. He loves detangling women's hair, he said. So he must do this to even like his friends. It's something I've never thought of. And I have four daughters with long hair. Um, So growing up, I used to love, or I remember brushing one of my aunt's hairs, and I did love that. I don't know if it's a detangling thing, but he actually says at the beginning of Andy Cohen Live today, he's talking to um, John Hill, his co-host, and then obviously um, his producer, who has a kid also, and he's talking about detangling uh, Lucy's hair, and he loves like even running her finger, his fingers through it, and she's, and he's like even sometimes whenever it hurts her, I just feel the need to get all the tangles out and she's like you know they sell detangling spray right he's like oh yeah yeah i have all that then they started getting into like he was talking about ponytails and like the back of the hair and she was asking if he can braid and if she if he can french braid and i was like oh god i can't even french braid like that was just nothing i ever picked up so luckily my my kids could do that for each other anyways that it was really cute uh, John Hill will be on watch what happens live. And I don't think this time, I don't think he's even the bartender. My eyes drive me nuts This contact. Um, I don't even think he's on the, uh, the bartender this time. I think he's actually a host or a, a guest with someone from not the crown. Oh, some other big movie. He didn't say exactly who, but he kind of alluded to who it might be. Anyways, that is March 13th. So pay attention for that. Um, wait, maybe oh no christina sorry my eye is blurry ripped the front end off the car at his job all of his employees saw it happen oh no what do you rip the front it like it got stuck on something like you hit another car you hit a like were you distracted oh my god you got to tell us how this happened oh goodness i'm so sorry but i'm glad you're okay um Mayboo says I literally give up and have just told her no more enough is enough. Uh-oh. I need to know what y'all's conversation is. Yes, a 14-year-old feel your pain everyone says. Yes. Um and that one has a Valentine's dance coming up. So, um got the dress and the shoes for that and uh, all the things, right? Okay, let's chat. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Thank goodness next week is the season finale. And They've already filmed the re uh the rehearsal. I've got weddings and and, and and proms on my brain, uh, the reunion, and we know that Kathy Hilton comes back. So I'm dying. I hope she, um, hope she's really good on it. I hope her and Kyle are really good. I really do, because I've been I follow Kathy Hilton and I do see her post a lot about Paris Hilton and her daughter Nikki. She never really posts about her two sons, and I think one of them. Which one is his name? She's got two girls and two boys. And one of the boys, I want to say, lives with her. I don't really know much about the other one, but they seem to be either um want to be off social media or they're just not in the public eye like Nikki and Paris are. Anyways, but again, episode 16, it opens with yet another super awkward conversation with Kyle and Mauricio at their bar, at their house. She is drinking, um, She's drinking a Heineken Zero, but the way she's drinking it every time Mauricio says or does something awkward, she's like pounding it like she's trying to get drunk. And I'm like, honey, like maybe you're doing that for like, you know, the past and like pouring a drink like you think it's going to get you drunk, but you're going to you're gonna be there all in with all the emotions. She's adamant that she's been a great wife, a great mom for all these years. She's pretty much painting him now in the light that, you know, she keeps talking about it. When they first got married, um, they didn't really have any money. He had just gotten fired or let go from a job. He was sobbing about the job. She had the idea, I think, for them to both get their real estate licenses. Clearly, with four daughters to raise, she was the one that, like, taking them to, to school and back every day. All the activities, it doesn't sound like, or it sound doesn't sound like they were hands-off. It doesn't sound like nannies raised their kids. It sounds like she's very hands-on, even with all these years that she's been on Royal Housewives at Beverly Hills, because I'm sorry, that is a job. I mean, re- filming the um, the uh, promotions of it, you know, flying to watch what happens live, BravoCon, all those things—that is still a job. As much as it's fun, it's still a job. She also had that um, that a uh, fashion store for a while, but I don't—I think that closed. She said the rent got too high. Anyways, um, she just looks so unhappy. And Mauricio just looks like he either had no idea or it wasn't that bad, or maybe he's just working so much. But I did love later in the show, Dorit was pretty much saying, yeah, we've been dealing with the same issues. You know, PK has been working a lot and out of town and traveling a lot, but at some point you got to decide to put your marriage or relationship first and say no to some of these jobs. Like, you know, maybe you don't open two real estate offices every month across the world. Maybe you let someone else handle that. Maybe you delegate a little bit more. But it really sounds now as one episode 16. And tell me if you agree in comments. Sounds more and more like Kyle is just done. Like in the beginning, they were kind of anti-divorce, what have you. Like we're just going through something. Now she's adamant. And he's like, Yeah you know, you've been a great uh, wife and mom and you've got all these career ideas. You've got these show ideas. None of that should go away. She did not like, because Porsche's only 15, right? So it's easy to think, oh, the three older girls are out of the house. You know, we're empty nesters with them. But no, there's still a full on 15 year old living at their house full time. And Mauricio's like, yeah, we're almost empty nesters. She's like, no, we're not. Like, stop saying that. Like she's 15 years old. Like this is a full on human to to keep raising. So I did agree with her saying that. Um, She's just so unhappy. I just, I think they will co-parent well if they're even co-parenting now, just because somebody's married doesn't mean, she's very much implying that he's married to his career and he's very much, she even says, it's not that he went here and she stayed here. It's like their careers both went up. She definitely wanted us to know, "Look, I've been doing shit too and he's been doing stuff. Like we're both uh, our careers are important to both of us." So that was very interesting. Um I had never heard of this. I remember when Garcelle was saying that one of her kids was being cyberbullied. I thought they were even trying to trace this back to Diane, Diana, what was her name? The one that um didn't show up for the uh reunion of Royal Housewives of Beverly Hills and, and then clearly she wasn't on the next year but this um whatever you call it this I can't think of the word this charity I, I, it's not the right word but whatever it is Cyber Smile they try to promote uh awareness about online bullet bullying and how to prevent that so Garcelle and her son's mainly the one that was now, he's now 15, but he was 14 at the time. He was being really cyber bullied, um, horrifically, she says. And they do this uh, like a commercial for it, or they start like a GoFundMe for it um, to raise money to be donated to them. Anyways, but it ended very controversial, especially to me in LA, where it is a driving city, unlike New York. So remember years ago, this is oh old school Roni, when. Uh, Ramona and her husband, Mario, had the 16th birthday party for their daughter. And I think she wanted to leave early. I feel like Ramona was still partying. Some event, I think it was that one though. Somebody tell me if I'm wrong. They put her in an Uber to go home or they put her in a cab, something like that. Well, in New York City, I don't live there, but I'm assuming when you live actually in New York City, I'm assuming it's way more common for kids, especially a 16 year old to Uber, to get on the subway, to get a cab, a private car, all the things to get uh, to and from places. So that didn't really alarm me, but I do remember some hoopla over it. Like, oh my God, she's only 16. Well now as a parent, I have heard and seen advertised this teen Uber, Uber teen. I've seen the commercials for it even. But I was just surprised that, you know, he's 15. I would think she could have her own driver. I guess an Uber would be cheaper. I don't know. But she, so one of her twin boys definitely seems to give her more uh, arguments about wanting his independence than the other one. So she tells this one, okay, now at 15, I know you'll be practicing driving soon. I'm going to let you start getting your own Ubers to meet your friends. You just have to call me when you get there, all those things. So um, anyways, I just, I knew it'd be probably controversial. Uh, I can't really say what I would do cause I'm not in that situation to need the teenage Uber for anything. But, um, I think also, and I, this sounds so old school, but I do think it's different because he's a boy versus a girl. Not that I think boys need to be tracked, you know, uh, boy, girls need to be protected any more than girls, boys but i do think we all have that feeling i even sensed that from jeff that if monroe was a boy he would have different thoughts on like protecting her as she grows up and is is a teenager so anyways let me know your thoughts on that um sutton had her second date finally with this guy named steve he's really cute uh i thought she was super playful i haven't seen an update or the last time she was on jeff lewis live she didn't talk about dating him so maybe it didn't go anywhere But you know, it seems really cute. We even saw on yesterday's, last night's episode, um, you could just hear her talking more and more about how this affects her with her ex-husband, Christian of like six or seven years. She doesn't even know that the, the year they got divorced, but he got this huge promotion. So I think he's going to live in, in London. He's, he's probably already there, I'm sure. Um, but she says, you know, he used to live right down the street from me. And we practically grew up together. We were married so long. So if I fell, I knew that Christian would always be there to pick me up. And now he's not going to be like, it's more bold than ever that he is actually in another country across the world in London. And he can't just come to help her like he could in the past. So I think all the things, I think it was just a huge awakening of like, yes, I am divorced, but also you know, I I can't call on him whenever I need him anymore because he's actually going to be in another country. And I don't know, I'm assuming moving on, maybe he's dating, maybe he's married, maybe he's moving a woman over there. I know there was some talk of their youngest son who was like 16, maybe moving to him. And then they decided to keep um, him in the States with Sutton. So that was a big deal too. So anyways, Melanie says, oh, how I wish we had teen Uber back when mine were growing up. That would have been a lifesaver. I I don't even like my kids driving themselves. First of all, it's expensive AF, but I would just rather drive them myself. Like I feel like I'm not a great driver, trust me. I'd rather talk than pay attention. I have missed so many exits when like talking, uh, with friends or, you know, date night, if I'm driving, um, you know, I'm not the best driver, but I feel like at least I would be responsible if I got into a car wreck. Like I would at least be there to help. It, it's just so overwhelming when your kids start driving. It's it's overwhelming when they get older, right? Anything when they're out of your presence, making decisions with other, making their own decisions. I don't know. It's a lot. Parenting is a lot, right? Um, okay. Anne-Marie. So she hosts for Mother's Day, this Champagne and Diamonds Mother's Day brunch. It was really fancy, lots of fancy food. The seafood looked delicious. Um, I'm curious, though. This made me think of this because somebody talked about, I think I saw this on Bravo and Cocktails. They always have like these blinds where people will say like, oh, I saw um, this doctor on the the Dr. Nicole that's from uh, Shit Married to Medicine. Is that where Dr. Nicole is? I'm getting all mixed up because there's some shows I just don't watch anymore. Where is Dr. Nicole? Married to medicine, right? Anyways, um, but they saw her on the elevator this morning, going to work and everything looked normal. She was so nice and all these things. And then I thought, you know what? Some of these people really do have like Monday through Friday jobs. And Anne Marie, later in the episode, they showed her with like her scrubs on and then her hat to keep her hair away from her whenever she's, um, you know, doing her job. And I think she was talking, who was she talking to? Um, Anyways, but it made me think, like, does she actually go to work Monday through Friday or does she edit her, does she lower her hours when they're filming for Beverly Hills? Because like, how do you go to the lunches and the day shopping and the, I don't know. It's a lot, it's a lot. Oh, that makes sense. Christina Anderson said, I had public transportation to use, just needed enough quarters and a watch. So if you grew up in like an urban city, see, I always grew up in the suburbs or I grew up in the suburbs. So we just didn't really have buses or, um, I mean, just school buses. But anyways, Um, show a picture of the prom dress. No, 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 I cannot. She would kill me. Uh, Maybe after prom, right? Um, Okay. Anyways, very sweet. Sutton shows up with a roadie. I mean, it didn't bother me at all, but it seemed to shock everyone else. What I'm wondering though, I always think of a roadie as if like, you know, my friends were like driving 30 minutes into Houston or going somewhere and they'll bring a drink in the car as I'm driving. So clearly Sutton had a driver. Um, She seemed tipsy by the time she got there. Right. I mean, even Garcelle went over to him and was like, girlfriend, like what is going on with you? I don't know. By the end of the day, she seemed fine, but they were like, You know, there's cocktails here. Like, why did you bring your own roadie? I don't know. It just didn't bother me. I guess Jeff talks about it. Yeah. Tiffany chumps, such a, such a chump. She says, I always have a roadie. And I mean, a lot of my friends have drinks as they're getting ready, especially if their husband's driving or if I'm picking everyone up, you know, they're not worried about drinking and driving at all kind of gets the night started and you save money on, you know, these $22 cocktails everywhere. Right. Um. Okay, it kind of ends the show with Erica again talking about being upset. She's uh, thankful that um, Crystal apologized to her for, you know, being the one or being one of the ones to cause her any stress and drama and sadness over the whole, um, you know, her ex-husband Tom's lawsuits and all the things. Um, I'm just kind of ready for this season to be over. I don't know what needs to happen next season. Uh, I can't think if, if we need a cast shakeup, if we need Heather Dubrow to, I guess she physically lives in Beverly Hills now. Don't they have this condo now? So if she's going to move from the OC to Beverly Hills, she's kind of made statements that she won't. So I don't know. I, I just feel like it needs something, right? I feel like it needs something, something, something. Okay, let's get into today's Jeff Lewis Live with Ben and Roddy, Ronnie from Watch What Crappens Live. They are so fun. I thought the show went really well. They have been podcasting for 12 years. That is like, OG. Oh, I mean, I don't even, I don't even, let me think. Even during the pandemic, like I said, I didn't even know the SiriusXM app. So I definitely didn't know podcasts to listen to. I just didn't understand the whole Apple podcast thing that little purple icon on my phone. I didn't even know, didn't even understand it. Melanie says today's Jeff Lewis live was the best in months. Interesting, but as we saw, because I already saw you post in the Sarah from Texas Facebook group, and you said uh, that you loved Ryan and Justin back together, and they should be the only co-host on the Jeff Lewis extended. And somebody else quickly said, no, 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 I can't stand them. So. It's true. Everyone can have a very different opinion listening to the same exact content, right? Um, Okay. So also, so this Saturday night, I think tickets are still available, at watch what crappens, C-R-A-P-P-E-N-S.com. It's also available as a streaming service. So I didn't look to see what the price was, but I did get on to vote. It's very easy. There's 13 different awards. Um, some of them I kind of thought were odd options. I think there was four choices for each one. um I did vote. I did vote for Monica. It said, who is the the best first person on the show or something like that. I did vote for Monica Salt Lake City because you know she did her job i mean that that season would have been a complete bust without her. um anyways, but some of them were uh it's a lot of Vanderpump stuff. Obviously season t- 10 was the best in year. Season 11 to me is just a bomb. Uh, it's really good though. Um, uh, but that is this Saturday night in LA at some place. I can't think of where it's at. And they didn't say what tickets were, but watch what crappens.com. Uh, anyways, they're very good. Very, very funny. I did see them in Houston with my friend um, in 2022. I'd never heard of them. Um, I, I didn't love this particular podcast. They literally, there was no questions from the audience. It was literally just them recapping one of the most recent shows. And they kind of, if I'm, if I'm right, or at least this one they did was literally like transcript by, tra- like line by line, like re, you know, re saying what the exact show was. I think it was a Roni, but I don't even remember what it was. Um, So I didn't really love that, but I love whenever they're on Jeff Lewis and I like when they're together. So I think sometimes we've had um, Ronnie who lives, wait, am I going to get it mixed up? Ronnie, one lives in Texas, one lives in LA and they do the podcast together. But now I'm thinking I'm getting them all mixed up of which one lives where. I think Ben lives in Texas. Who knows? Somebody tell me in comments. Um, yes. Melanie says I'm a Ryan and Justin Stan. I do love them together. I I almost thought today seemed, we'll talk about it a little bit. I thought they seemed a little off today. Maybe it had been a while since they hadn't been on together. They, Jeff's been kind of mixing people up for a while and I'm, you know, you're never sure why is that because of the scheduling of other people. Um, I think, uh, one time I think they said Joey Zalzig had to call out sick cause he was sick last week or something. So I don't know. Anyways. Um, so Jeff talks about Valentine's talked again about speed dating. There was a caller, which we'll talk about in a little bit, who called in who was at speed dating, who chatted with Jeff, chatted with Doug. He's a friend of the guy Chuck who Jeff was making out with hardcore at the bar. And he, he, definitely says that's definitely what happened anyways jeff says he got mystery flowers delivered to his house on tuesday with no card he's pretty sure it came from Stu, which i thought was very interesting like are they talking why would he think it was Stu? um some things i can think of is if you were dating so they dated for 20 months if you recognize the place the flowers came from Or what kind of flowers? Maybe it's the same. We know that Stu had sent flowers to Jeff before because he would talk about it. And Jeff would talk about he loves getting flowers. So that's all I could think of. But what would make him think it was Stu? Especially for Valentine's. Very, very interesting. Um, How would he even know that? That they came from Stu? I don't know. These are my questions. I don't know. Um, Oh, wait. Tiffany Chump says, I don't think it was Stu. He is so salty right now. Um, Interesting. Melanie says, Stu has got to be so desperate to get back with Jeff. He craves that lifestyle. I don't know. I don't know. Don't know. Um, Okay. What I do know is I do sort of wonder how this chiropractor James feels about all the dating and the making out and mystery flowers. So we know Jeff gets mystery flowers. He also gets a mystery card from a phantom lover. So who wants to decide what a phantom lover is? Does it mean they were trying to figure this out in the after show? Um, And and Ben and Ronnie were trying to figure it out too. Does a phantom lover mean somebody that wants to date Jeff, somebody that has dated Jeff that he doesn't know somebody that left on good terms, someone that left on bad terms, he wants to date him again. Like, I don't know. I don't know what a phantom lover means, but um, Jeff did say that chiropractor, what does he call him? Dr. James. I think he says he calls him. They probably do dress up that way. He says, Dr. James definitely sent him beautiful flowers on Valentine's. So And he signed it, Love, James, which I think is absolutely appropriate. I mean, they've spent a weekend together. Uh, Jeff is going to Chicago this weekend to spend time with him. They talk on the phone almost every day, if not every day, Jeff has said. I think it's absolutely appropriate. I think Shane was saying that that was like a red flag. I think saying I love you is a red flag, but saying love on Valentine's, love, comma, and then the name. Like what else would you put? Like sincerely, um, I guess with love could be another way. Uh, I think love is better than with love. I don't know. you will tell me some other ideas that how he should have signed the name, but I think love is perfectly appropriate. I don't know. Um, oh, Tiffany Chump says, Stu spent Super Bowl Sunday with Bring and Julie. Like at the same party? I know somebody told me they went live together and made like a, a recipe together or something. Um, yes, Sarah, for sure. Shane is very overprotective of Jeff. I don't even know if it's overprotective. I just think he's protective, which I think is a really good thing. Um, but yeah, but I think at the end of the day, Jeff is always going to make his own decisions, right? With who he's dating or that type of thing. Oh my God. Can you imagine being the owner of reliable, seamless gutters in LA today? and can you imagine being the owner of gutter flow because that apparently that's the one jeff's going to use so jeff tell me what you think first of all i guess you sign a contract which is you know business 101 but i don't usually let me think if i've signed a contract before. well it depends on how much the job is right i mean i guess a big job basically he was getting these gutters taken off his old house they were supposed to show up monday the company he got this estimate from was by far the most expensive. It was $3,000 more than the others, but they were the first that could start. So for Jeff, it's all about you know, money and stucco guys and all these other people that he has to get, uh, the scaffolding guys, all these other things that this was going to delay. So basically, he made the financial decision that $3,000 was worth it so they could start on Monday. So then the end of the day comes and they realize nobody ever came worse than that. Jeff says nobody ever called or emailed either of them, him or Shane and said, Hey, this is what's going on. Jeff is in the business. He is well aware. He has probably pushed contractors to finish another house before another one when he told someone they would start. That is what happens in, in this kind of business for sure. You're always going to also the, the one that you want to finish the job, maybe the the customer's an a-hole, you know, it's been delayed for other reasons. Maybe they were waiting on equipment, whatever. There's probably a reason he put all of his people on one job in delayed starting Jeff's job, right? Um, but then Tuesday come, they said, nope, we'll be there really early Tuesday morning. So I think Shane said they called at like 930 or 1130, something like that. And they weren't even there. And it didn't even feel like the owner knew. So then they call him out and basically Shane says, look, this seems very unprofessional. We're not going to use you. You know, we're going to hire another person. And the other guy was basically like, I am the Picasso and I am not into art necessarily. Is Picasso better than Rembrandt or is it just a different kind of art? Like this guy was saying, he is the Picasso of the building and if of of this industry of seamless gutters. And if you want to go find someone else, then you're going to be paying for a Rembrandt. He's like, Yeah, I'm going to be paying $3,000 less though, and I'm fine with that. I don't know. I don't feel like he should owe the $500, but this is so Jeff Lewis. Look, I'm going to be happy now to write this $500 check. I'm even going to put a smiley face on it because I am doing on the radio i think he said 5 million did he say 5 million he said a big number whatever it was 5 million dollars worth of damage for this company's reputation cuz he's like they're not reliable so then ben and ronnie start chiming in i couldn't pick up their voices so i've met uh ronnie a couple times at Bravo Con and, uh bravocon and another party It's super nice uh but i couldn't pick up their voices on the show today uh which one was saying but anyways they start talking about other companies that they've used and it was called, you know, one name and it actually wasn't. So it was very, very interesting. Yeah. He did say 5 million. Yeah. Picasso. I love that Melanie when he was saying Picasso was not the way to go because he's abstract. They're like, do you want a bunch of wonky gutters or do you want straight gutters? That reminds me. I do not want to spend money on gutters. Does anyone like to spend money on home crap like that? Like, you know, but I know I've got a gutter that when it rains really bad, it's right where our outdoor patio is. And it, it uh, gets on my furniture and splashes. It gets on the wicker part of the furniture and splashes into the cushions part, which it's outdoor furniture, but it's on a covered patio. So I want it to stay. Anyways, long story short, I think I need to have our gutters relooked at and I don't want to spend the money but I won't be calling reliable gutters, sure won't, sure won't. Um, Yes, Melanie says, if the gutter guy had been honest on Monday, it would have never have happened. And I do agree, Jeff just wanted to know, that way he could let all the other people know, oh, now this is pushed back a day. But when they said they'd be there first thing Tuesday morning and then they weren't, yet again, that was just the limit, I think. But also having to pay this $500 fee, I don't know, I'd be like, I'm not paying that either. Christina says, we had Home Depot put on our gutters. The installer stood in snow drifts to reach and the gutters are seamless. What does seamless gutters even mean? I need to go look at that. Cause seamless, ours are like the same color as our house. They're painted the same color, but they're not, <sighs> too much water can ruin your foundation. Ugh. I hate home ownership stuff so bad. I'm like the worst. So my friend and I met at this apartment that we lived in after college. She, she, well, we both had real jobs, but she was a little, no, she older than me. She's maybe a year or two older. Long story short, we both end up buying houses on our own, you know, a single women uh, together. And I remember in Houston uh, if it, we can have very hot July, August, September, and so I remember one of us, one of our dads at the time, taught us that you actually have to go around and kind of water your foundation because if not, it can crack. And I was just like, "What the hell?" Like I didn't, you know, no one ever told me adulting was going to be like watering your freaking foundation. Crazy, uh, crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, crazier than that, driverless cars. So I don't think it goes on in Houston. If it is, I have never seen one. Now I live in the suburbs of Houston, so I don't think we would see them as much as in Houston. We definitely don't have these robots that deliver stuff. Here, we're such a driving city. Like even in LA, I guess if you had pizza on a corner or something, I could see putting the pizza or in, like colleges I've seen where um they have the little robots that deliver um, pizzas or cookies or donuts, things like that. Um, but now I've seen where they're like getting into wrecks and I'll have the news on the other day, which I normally don't because life is so sad. I don't want to watch the news too much. Um, but one of these drivers called like Wayvo or something like that. W A V W A Y V some, some driverless car in San Francisco, maybe I can't remember, but it like stops. I think there's a problem with the car or it gets confused on like is the light red is it yellow did some if something messes up i don't think it knows how to make a decision like a human would so there was another one where they were doing maybe it was a celebration of um the super bowl and maybe they were out partying in the streets and this uh, driverless Uber, whatever it's called, did not, thank goodness, have a passenger in it. Um, But people started attacking the car. Somebody had a skateboard and just hitting the car with it. They spray painted on it. Then they lit a firework inside of it and like blew the car up. Like crazy, crazy, like why? So many questions why in this life, right? Um, Mayboo says my friend has a big house in London, and she had a guy give her a price on average size window for curtains, and he said sixteen thousand pounds. She said to him, "I've got, I've not got this house because I'm stupid." Jog on, matey. I love that. Jog on, matey. Like get the hell out of here. Is that pretty much what? Is that a nice way of saying get the hell out of here? Jog on, matey. That's hilarious. Oh my God. I love that. Melanie says I'm one of those Prius owners that they hate. Why were they saying they hate Prius owners? I thought Tesla was the thing that people hated because it is partially drive your own type thing. I don't know. Um, oh my God. Melanie says I have a friend with a Tesla and he scares me to death putting it on self drive mode. So after the season two, um, Hollywood houselift party, you know, Justin grabs my hand and is like, hey, are you coming to the after party with us? And I'm like, I don't know. What are we doing? So um, I went and found Kristen and uh, Paige to say, hey, you know, they're going to, I think we went to Schmidt's Anyways, um, his friend, instead of having an Uber, his friend drove us that was with him in uh, his Tesla. And I think that's the only, besides an Uber, I've been in a couple of Uber Teslas, but that was the only one. That TV and that Uber was ginor. I mean, like a it looked like a 30-inch screen, it was so big. It was big, but he didn't put it on driverless. He definitely drove us the whole way to Schmidtie's. Um, anyways, okay, the Jeff Lewis extended show today, Ryan Bailey and Justin Martindale. I just felt they were a little off. Maybe it had been a while since they had done it. Not every show is going to be the hugest hit to every single person. Also, they didn't have what I would say is the luxury of Jeff and Shane coming on the show at all because Jeff and Shane had to go do an appearance at the uh, the American lounge or wherever they're going whenever they get to Dallas tomorrow. Uh, But this caller calls in, he's friends of Chuck, the guy that Jeff ended up kissing. And he was like, Jeff was so present and engaged at speed dating. So that was really sweet. He's like, everyone, of course, knew who he was. It was very crowded. Um, the speed dating was crowded, but there was also at the or bar, like other people hanging around, you know, just kind of watching and stuff. But, um, the fact that, you know, Ryan, especially was just shocked that Jeff would just like make out with this guy at the bar, like not even on the couches, which might be a little more, not as noticeable to other people, but I don't know. I thought it was cute. Like Jeff, definitely. I don't know. Cecily says my husband is my driver. Um, status thing to seem green. I don't know what green means. Oh, green. Uh, yes, with the pollution and all that kind of stuff. All of Hollywood went to Priuses back in the day. I do remember Diane. Somebody. I remember people would get um interviewed on like Entertainment Tonight, you know TMZ, whatever, and they would talk about oh, just buying a Prius. So that was like a big thing, right? Because it was. The, you know, the plug in and all that kind of stuff, saving gas, whatever. Um, Okay, what do you think of the trash guy? Is there a really se- sexual tension between Jeff and the trash guy? 5 45 in the morning, he's like beeping and making all this ruckus. I didn't even understand what he was talking about. He said something. Y'all tell me what he meant. I was trying to visualize this because God knows, even on flipping out, he's had issues with the trash guys, right? Jeff is meticulous. If he's not lining up his trash and his recycling, he's got someone else doing it. Apparently, it's always like a tight fit. You can't block the street. You can't block the way you'll get a fine, you'll get a, a ticket for everything. Uh, you got to move the cars on trash days, the days they sweep the days. LA, maybe more than other cities, not so sure, has a lot of rules. Like we just don't have these rules out in the suburbs of Houston. We just don't have this going on. So I was trying to visualize what he was talking about. Why the trash guy will be sitting there for five minutes, and he said something about all the things were filled up. Does that mean at five forty five in the morning all of the trash trucks were already filled up? If so, then they gotta go empty it, right? to come back and start? Like, I don't know. what time do they start? Yes, Sherry Lapina says he has had trash guy issues his whole adult life. I mean, literally, right? but I've never heard him say there's sexual tension between him and the trash guys. That I've never heard him say. Um, oh no, Tiffany chump. I'm sure Jeff gave him a reason to be an asshole. I mean, but on the same token, Jeff seems to be a rule follower as long as the rules make sense. This is where I absolutely relate to Jeff because I'm definitely an Aries like him. As long as the rule makes sense, I'm absolutely going to follow it. the rule doesn't make sense like if you've got you know i think there's always like space oh and i know why because they've got to lift it up right they have those little claws that kind of auto lift up the trash or lift up the recycling so they can't put it right next to each other otherwise the claws won't fit right so i think that was an issue on flipping out i can't remember um oh sherry says sadly i think he feels They are low on the totem pole and he can push them around i think it's actually the noise he doesn't like now that he's a dad he doesn't want to waken up his kid right in the morning he's like hell to the no don't be coming to my house beep 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 making all those noises okay everyone grab your phone check and see what your uber rating is and tell me so mine has definitely gone down and i am blaming it on both bravo cons and I'm going to tell you why. So my Uber rating today is a 4.87. I, let me think. <clears throat> if we're in Houston or Paralyon, we never Uber. I'm trying to think. I don't even Uber to the, um, I park my car at the airport. So I don't even Uber there. I parked my car there. Anyways, BravoCon 2022, it rained Friday night. It took forever to get an Uber Um to the place we went to one night and then from that place to go to another place. Um, Ubers were canceling me. I was having to cancel Ubers. So I think that lowered my rating. I probably just never looked and noticed. Again, BravoCon 2023 in Las Vegas was a freaking nightmare. Like for the most part, our hotel was right county corner, walking distance to BravoCon, the um uh Caesars Forum. But I know. Where did we go? So we took an Uber. One time I had to Uber with someone else from our hotel, about two or three miles down, which is a long way in Las Vegas during BravoCon. I remember the, the races were going on. That thing was being done. Uh, there was something about, they had moved the location of the Uber. So the guy, it was saying he was there to pick me up, but I couldn't see his car. And so I call him and he's like, I said, what's around you? Like, what are you looking at? And he wasn't seeing what I was. So somehow they had moved the Uber pickups and it was saying he was where he should be, but it was not. So I had to cancel him. Then I finally get a guy that I'm like, I cannot cancel anymore. I was already like, I ended up being like 30 minutes late. I was going to meet Paul and Patric for my coffee reading. They had to then in turn, because I had somewhere to be that night too. And I had to get back. Um. They had to ask the person, they were actually there. We had met them at BravoCon. Uh, they were either two friends or maybe they were a husband and wife. I can't remember now. Um, but they were there to get their their reading also. And they very kindly let me take the time slot because even though I was late, it was because of the Uber. Like It took me an hour and 15 minutes just to get the Uber down to there a couple of miles. Anyways, all that to say, BravoCon freaking lowered my Uber rating and I blame them for it. I don't even know what it means. Um, You know, like if my Uber driver is chatty, I'm happy to chat back with them. If they don't talk, I don't talk to them. Uh, Going to the Burbank airport one time, this driver was super chatty and he handed me this whole unopened, like pint of strawberries as I'm going into the airport. Now, I don't even know if I can take. I guess you can take fruits. I think I've packed an orange before, but anyways, uh, I threw them away because I mean I don't know this guy. I don't know what what was on the strawberries, but also I didn't need a whole thing of strawberries to go back to Texas with. So, anyways, it was interesting. Yes, Sherry says yes. Vegas Uber was tough, very much so, very much. Oh, I love that. We have a disco Uber. I love her. Um, We had a fun. uh, His his car had all lights and all these lit up when we were in Las Vegas one time for a volleyball tournament. It was super fun. Yes. Yes. Fremont Street. We missed our our dinner reservation at seven because of the Uber there. Tiffany Chump says the Uber situation was a mess in Vegas for BravoCon. Mine got lost going to Fremont Street. We ended up eating, which actually ended up being super fun. We actually found a Denny's and ate dinner there before the um the Amy Phillips show. So anyways. Oh, I love that. Melanie says, I have formed a relationship with a local Uber driver. So I just call her first out of the app and she gives me a much better rate. Oh, that's actually a good idea. Anyways, well, thank you so much for joining live. It is always way more fun to chat live with you. If you are watching on the replay, this will go up as a podcast in about 10 minutes. So thank you. Make sure to give me a five-star rating and review. I would really appreciate it. And I will see you back tomorrow with Leah Black live from Texas. And then on Jeff Lewis Extended, it is Patrick and Paul. So filter Friday. Bye, y'all.